Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast. This is our short version, and we are in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9. Today we're going to read verses 11 and 12 only. It's a couple of verses in a longer paragraph, but I just want to focus on these two verses this morning. Let me read the verses to get us started. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, he entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Now, when I sit with these verses this morning and just meditate on what the writer is telling us, it's like as I've been journeying through this book with you on the podcast, these two verses are the bullseye, the center piece of the whole letter. Everything that has been said up to this point has been focusing on this truth, and everything that will be said from this point will be built off of this truth. As I sit and look at this, I'm just am taken back in my heart about the finished work of Jesus. So often we focus on what we want God to do for us. And I'm just reminded this morning that really the most important thing is for us to focus on what Christ has already done for us. In this one event, in this one thing that Christ did by shedding his own blood, in the eternal tabernacle, in order to obtain eternal redemption, he has provided the most important thing for us. Now, I'm going to go into these verses and break them down from an interpretive standpoint, but I just wanted to start this episode and set us in the right place, meditate and consider what Christ has done now, the writer says in verse 11, but when Christ appeared, you know, I'm reminded I love the scripture and I love interpreting scripture. And I'm reminded that so many places in scripture, there is what I call the royal but. It is that transition verse. It's that transition word that contrasts what has been said previously to what is getting ready to be said. And there are critical times in the scripture when this transition with this simple word, but, happens. I'm reminded, for example, in Romans chapter 3, verse 21, the apostle Paul's been talking about the righteousness of man, that he tries to establish his own righteousness through his own works and through the obedience to the law. And he says, this will never, ever work. But in Romans three twenty-one, he says, but the righteousness of God is revealed apart from the law and the prophets. And he goes on to talk about how through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and how through faith we can obtain the righteousness of God. What a beautiful contrast. And then again, in Romans 5, Paul says, But God demonstrates his own love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so there's this beautiful contrast between what we experience and what God does coming along and bringing 
something so powerful for us. And this is exactly what's happening here in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. The writer has gone through a very meticulous process over the last chapter and a half to describe and to iterate again for his Jewish readers especially all that had to take place in the tabernacle, the preparation of the priest and the preparation of all the environment in the tabernacle for the sacrificial system to be happening over and over over and over again. And so he's contrasting this whole experience of what the priest did in the tabernacle over and against what Jesus did when he appeared as a high priest of good things to come. And he did not enter into that physical tabernacle that Moses was instructed to build as a pattern for what actually already existed in heaven. But he did, in fact, enter into a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. That is to say, not of this creation. So the writer's saying that Jesus actually entered into the presence of God. When Christ shed his blood on the cross, there was a supernatural spiritual experience happening. It was very real in the heavenlies that Jesus shed his blood in the holy, sacred tabernacle of God. He appeared there and he offered his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, but his own blood. And he entered the holy place of God once for all. Such a critical truth in verse 12, once for all. And the writer's going to come back to this truth of once and for all a couple of times in the next chapters. We'll see it. But listen to what he's saying. Jesus entered the holy place once for all. The priest before him, the earthly priest, the Levitical priest, they entered day by day and year after year always having to make the sacrifice. And the sacrifice always acted as a reminder of what was not being accomplished. We're going to get into that in more detail in the coming verses. But look what happens when Jesus appears and he enters the holy place once for all. He obtains eternal redemption. Now, this word redemption is very important. This word redemption is never used in relationship to what the priest of the old covenant did. They never did anything through the sacrificial system that was able to make a payment of ransom, because that's what this word means. This is the classical word redemption, which means that God has paid the price to buy us back so that he can have relationship with us. He has paid the price of the sacrifice of Jesus in the shedding of his own blood so that he can redeem us. And this is an eternal redemption. This means that this redemption is good once and forever. Not only is the redeeming act eternal, but the redemption that he offers mankind is eternal. It lasts forever. The work that he did lasts forever and the benefit of it lasts forever. It's such a beautiful picture. 
So as we contemplate what God has done through Jesus Christ and the finished work of the cross, the shedding of his blood for the redemption of mankind forever, once and for all, I just want that to settle on your heart this morning. I want you to consider deeply what Christ has done. And as we continue to move through this chapter, it's going to become so powerful. And I'm just praying that this truth will explode into your heart and into your mind and that you will be encouraged at the very depths of your soul for what Jesus Christ has done for you. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.